0: Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me, my friends, and I hope you are having a great, great day wherever you are. Um, A great um, week. Uh, We are midway to the week and it's always a difficult time, but the weekend will be here soon enough. I'm sure most of you are on holidays because it's the summer in India, and I hope you are having a great time. Well, yesterday I did a podcast on my Facebook page on um, menial classes in 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 um, in, um, in uh, Europe. Um, how what will low caste uh, menial um, workers like as a caste in Europe? Um, they call called the gong farmers uh people who look after the sewage and things like that. They have to live in the outskirts of the city um, but they were the low caste people of um of uh of europe now i don 't think anyone any Christian in India or people who 've been converted by Christian missionaries or islamic uh, uh, you know islamic um missionaries, uh, whatever they're called, um understand um understand one thing that uh, they've been conned by uh, they're conning people by, by converting their religion and this converting of religions um through um nefarious ways through fake news through lies through uh Through uh, manipulating people, uh, has led is the basis of the violence that has happened in Manipur. Okay, Uh, we're talking about Manipur today. The root cause of this. Tension—the simmering tension, the bubbling tension from the, from uh, that is from the inside that keeps bubbling, it keeps bubbling to the surface. Why is this tension uh, over here? Um, like I uh, like I uh, like I mentioned, we are all currents and waves. We are cyclic metaphysical energy. Our energy is always in motion, and we move like currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves. Okay. Um, and we are all part of the same ocean. We come to the beach. The wave comes to the beach, finishes off, dies off, and goes back. Then you'll have another wave in coming. Uh, and somewhere of the line, this this the the filth in the ocean, the the rubbish, the garbage in the ocean, has to be removed, offloaded. Uh, you know, thrown in the garbage and let the water go back. If you throw the garbage back into the ocean, it will keep coming back and you'll still have filthy shores. So we have to clean that ocean to understand the root cause of the violence. So let's go to the Manipur violence and we will tell you why I'm coming back to Christian caste and um, Christian ideology. Um uh, why this is why this is part of the root cause of the Manipur violence okay so i'm reading from the economic times of india and it says, like we all know, violent clashes broke out in the northeastern state of Manipur after a tribal solidarity march was organized in the 10 Hill districts on May the 3rd to protest against the Meitei community's demand for scheduled caste and scheduled tribes, leading to approximately 50 plus deaths. Now, ethnic violence in Manipur has been brewing for some time. In a state has has a long history of mutual suspicion between ethnic groups in the Imphal Valley, and in its surrounding hills. Um, okay, um, turn into simmering conflict after BJP. Led Manipur government started a drive to evict tribal villagers from reserve forest. The escalation in violence in Manipur has its roots in a 10 year demand for the Metis community for scheduled tribe tag. That means it has nothing to do with the BJP, it has to do with a 10 year demand for the scheduled tribe tag. The immediate reason for this violence is However, the Manipur High Court order directing the state government to recommend the Union Tribal Affairs Ministry by May 29th um, an ST tag for the community. That means the Manipur High Court ordered uh, the state government to recommend to the Union Tribal Affairs Ministry that to give the, the, the Métis community by May 29th a ST tag. The petitioners have argued that this community has once enjoyed the ST tag prior to the merger of Manipur with the Indian Union and have sought the restoration of the status. Um... The Manipur High Court directive triggered protests with thousands of people on Wednesday participating in a Tribal Solidarity March called by a student body in all 10 Hills districts of Manipur to oppose the demand for inclusion of the Métis community in the ST list. That means the non-Métis, they um, they oppose this demand. Okay, We're going to see why. The government in Manipur, regardless of which party comes to power, has always been dominated by plainsmen's metis, who uh, account for 53% of the state's population and live mostly in an irregular oval-shaped Imphal Valley. Consequently, the government's actions have been viewed through the prism of suspicion of other tribals, mostly Nagas and Kukis, who make up 40% of Manipur's population, and live for the most part in the mon- in the hills surrounding the valley. Interestingly enough, The fertile Imphal Valley makes up about tenth of the total landmass of the state, while the surrounding hills, ideal for militant hideouts and home to a long-running insurgency, accounts for 90% of the land. And all these other non metis groups or tribal groups actually live on 90% of the Manipur land. Imagine, Imagine you got a house, you are staying in one room of the house, you're not allowed to go anywhere else. You're allowed to keep your belongings only in one room and the rest of the family has the whole house and they can go anywhere else. Can, can you believe that? Okay, this is basically the long and short state. So the eviction drive of removing non-Métis from, the, uh, infall, from this valley where they live began in February has, was ye- seen as yet another anti-tribal move that means against the Nagas and the Kukis leading to an alarm and widespread discontent not only among the Cookie community which was affected by but also other tribals who have many villages in reserved forest areas. So this forest areas is only reserved for the Métis. Now, Chief Minister Biran Singh's visit to the district, um, Kurachanpur district, last week, a mob vandalized and set fire on the venue of a town where he was meant, meant to address a function. The mob also managed to torch a newly set up open gym, which, was, uh, which Singh, an ethnic uh, open gym by uh, someone called Singh, an ethnic Metis, was slated to inaugurate on Friday afternoon. The attack took place barely 11 hours prior to the total shutdown called by the indigenous tribal leaders in the entire district. The forum claimed that the, despite the repeated submission of memorandums to the government protesting the ongoing eviction drive to clear the reserved forest of farmers and other tribal settlers, the government has shown no signs of willingness or sincerity of addressing the plight of the people. Remember, the government is following orders of the Manipur High Court. Okay, Just listen to this, Manipur High Court. The general secretary of the Kuki Student Organization uh, said Several areas in the hills districts have been declared as reserved forests, protected forests and hundreds of Kuki tribals have been dislodged by their traditional settlement. The anguish of the Kuki people is not about the evictions but the failure to provide rehabilitation to more than hundreds of those affected. The Kuki's are represented by 10 legislatures including the BJP MLAs in the 60 member Manipur Assembly and the Kuki People Alliance which is an Ally of the BJP has two MLAs. So six MLAs from the uh, Chura Chandaipur district and Indigenous Tribal Leaders f- uh, Forum was asked uh, has asked them to come out and state their stance on the eviction drive. If they fail to respond, our future course of action will be include socially boycotting boycotting them. So on and on it goes. Many people injured. Uh, Okay, so the the cabinet has also reiterated its stance that the state government will not compromise on steps to protect the state government's forest resources and for eradicating the poppy cultivation. And there's also poppy cultivation in these areas. Illegal poppy cultivation, which is very important. Note everyone talks about the cookies, the nagas, the metis, but there's poppy cu- uh, cultivation very, very important uh, in this area. Uh, there are also militant outfits the Cookie National Army and the Zomi Revolutionary Army. So you see that there is um there is a history of these insurgents. Who is there being funded by? No one knows. Uh, it's either being funded by China on the other side, funded by uh, nefarious groups, the, the Congress from the from the one side uh, who wants control back of this area and who has had control of this area very uh, for a long time. You have the church who's very involved in this area will do anything from the back door to fund militants uh, to the end. Uh, use them as proxies to run the agenda uh, and I'll tell you why later um, now um, like I said again um, as discontent grew over the evictions of villages three churches in the imphal tribal colony were demolished on april 11 for being illegal construction on government land again i'm i'm repeating government land you had illegal constructions of churches going on Okay, um leading to more discontent. But the church doesn't mind building on illegal uh, illegal churches on government land. They don't have problem. But then they'll cry, oh my churches are being why did you build on illegal land? You you're not supposed to build churches on, on land. And and this was protected all these years by the Indian National. Congress, my dear friends, all these years, and that's why they say hate speech, hate speech, hate speech, because they do not want to tell you that all the illegal activities they have been doing, and because of the legal activities, they had to protect their illegal activities, so they blame you for hate speech, they blame you for corruption, and then after they say, oh no, we are victims, but behind the scenes, this is exactly what's going on. So this means a Tribal Solidarity March organized by the All-Tribal Student Union at Manipur was announced on Wednesday to protest the move to grant ST status to the Mitai community. They were justified apprehensions, according to them. The march was organized by Nagas and Kuki tribals. After the Manipur High Court asked the state government last month to send a recommendation to the centre within four weeks to demand for ST status, however, no one imagined it would degenerate into a spiral of violence, which engulfed the state, often called the jewel of the northeast. Like forest fires, wounding scores of people, thousands had to flee. On and on and on, and the Assam rifles, a large number of armies, Assam li- rifles, and central police force was called into action. So who are these Metis people? Okay. Um, the Metis are normally um much um normally Hindus, okay, or uh, what we call today as Dharmic people, Hindu people, um, people following nature, animism, uh, believe in nature and their life around nature and they respect nature and their philosophy is based on nature, which is a part of dharma. Okay? They make up 53% of the population. They live in 10% of the land of Manipur, only 10%. Um, now you have the other tribal groups, okay, make up 40% of the land, only 40%, my dear friend, nothing more than that. Um, but they live on 90% of the land. So you've got 90% of the land. You're still not happy. 90% of the land. You're still not happy and you are creating violence you are funding violence and revolutionary armies and these people are predominantly Christian or Christianized groups or non-Hindi groups. Now you understand right off the bat where this is coming from. Okay, how? Let's start with how did Christianity come to Manipur? Christianity came to Manipur apparently in, on the 29th of September 1901. Well, imparting Western education was followed by converting 12 Tungalooks uh, from their primal religion, which is animism, to, uh, of nature worshipping, to Christianity. In this day, is regarded as the day the first Baptist church was created in Manipur. Um, and this new religion... Uh, caused uh, played a great role in changing the the lives of people from tribal from animism to so called Christianity, but we know everywhere in the world that Christianity goes, whether Christianity uh, or islam goes there 's always violence my friend always 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 violence because their goal is to create tensions to take you away from your native land, to create um, discontent, to create fear, harbor fear, 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 fear into you, take that fear and then convert it into anger and that anger then used to project it on someone else, Project yourself as victims, and this victimhood will then lead to violence. The problem is on the inside from nineteen o one Christianity has spread in this region. They call themselves peaceful, we believe in humans, but they still point the, cell, them, the two fingers pointing at others. So they point the two fingers at others, but the three fingers are pointing back at them. Why is there problems? Why are there problems all across the board? Why are there always, 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 always problems? Why? Why? The problems are coming from where? because this is what the church is up to and this will always lead problems, my friend. Always lead to problems. They come to you telling you about caste, lying to you that caste is Hindu, caste is Dalit, caste is Dalit, is Hindu. They are there about humanity, they are there about egalitarianism, they are there about better life. But I showed you yesterday on my Facebook page, if you go and see on the Facebook page, you will see very clearly that Christianity, there's caste all over Europe, there's caste all over, um, um, not uh, a... across Arabia, across African groups, there's caste, 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 caste everywhere. Tribes, tribes, communities, tribes, sex, cries, sectarianism. All of them it's it's there all over the world. But yet they will lie to you and convert you, believing, making you believe that caste is Hindu, they are saving you from God. Could they save you from the violence? Uh, could God save you from the violence? Can Christianity save you from the violence? Could Jesus save you from the violence? No, they couldn't save you. On, on the contrary, they created the violence. These groups, this 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 40% groups occupying 90% of the land was creating the violence. Why? Because they were not happy that. That people occupying ten percent of the land wanted to protect that ten percent it 's not happy it 's not enough that you 've got ninety percent of the land it 's not happy that you 've got everything to go on it 's not it 's not okay that you 're cultivating poppy and you 've got you know insurgents armies there that your church is funding uh, funding fear funding hate funding negativity funding uh anger keeping you on a constant plate, uh, um, a transformer of anger. And they're converting that anger into action, into into violence and anger automatically. And then they just say, oh no, we believe in Jesus, we believe in humanity, we believe in peace, we believe in in in, in positivity, and from there on you go on and then... Here we go. And then say, oh, no, it's the BJP. It's the Hindus straight away without even asking twice. It's the BJP. It's the Hindus, the BJP. It's always the other side. Never will take responsibility. As an ex-Christian, I'm telling you, this is exactly what is going on. This is the root of that problem. Now, not to say that before Christianity came to this area, there were not problems because we are currents and waves. It's the same currents that form the waves. Generation after generation after generation, the labels will change, but the mentality will not. We have not healed from thousands of years of trial, trial and and problems, because we don't understand these currents and waves, that we will keep repeating it. We change the labels and we think, oh, well, the label is going to change us. The philosophy is going to change us. No, but we have to clean the ocean. We have to clean our minds. We have to heal and we haven't healed. And so, this last 100 years, in comes Christianity telling you lies that, oh, you're going to heal, you're going to heal, Jesus is going to heal you, we believe in humanity, but yet you're cre- they're creating the violence, everywhere they're creating the violence. now. I'm going to tell you, if the reverse happened, if 90% of the land was held by Hindus, 10% of the land was held by Christian. I guarantee you that the whole world, including the president of the USA, would be on India's back and would be on the back of of, uh, of uh, the BJP uh, talking about, oh, victimhood, 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 oh my God, it's so victimized. We're all victims, we're victims. Uh, they, look, they've only got 10%. But when the reverse happens, oh no, look at the BJP. It's the BJP is the problem, the Hindus are the problem, but they will not say that 90% of the land belongs to these non-Hindu groups. And this concept of 10 and 90 is causing the ba- the balance of power. Whichever way you look at it, whichever the tribes, whoever the, the groups, whichever side, whatever label you give it, whatever mentality you give it, you cannot have a, an equation of 90-10. There is going to be trouble. Didn't the church know that? Doesn't uh, all these liberal, -liberal, um, pseudo-liberal buck-spewing, intolerance-spewing, anti-buck-spewing people with so much intelligence and, and knowledge and egalitarianism and modernity, didn't they know this? They know that any equation of 90-10 is not going to work, whichever group you take. At one time, the anger is going to simmer. And on top of that, you've got people coming in from Myanmar, from Burma, all these refugees coming. Where are they going? They're going to this 10%. You think the 90% is taking this over? The land where there's 90% of the people, are they taking it over? No, they're not taking it over. No, they're not taking it over. They're all saying, oh, well, go into the 10%. Go into the land where the Métis are staying. So every time it's up to always the Hindus, the Hindus, Hindus to give up the land. At one point, they're going to blow and they're going to say, well, You're gonna they say no, I'm not going to there's no land left to give you. At the end of the day, what is this colonialism at its best? It is a colonial hangover by the church who wants to grab as much as land as possible. They will convert people with as much as land, and they will push you into the corner. And when you explode, you say, see, we are so we're victims. We didn't do anything. We believe in Christ. Christ is about equality. It's about humanity. But look at the other side. They're not Christians. They're Hindus. They are bucks, They are intolerant. They are all these things. They are ignorant. They believe in these gods, these multiple gods, and then they will blame you. You will look, you will be a hostage to their negativity. And exactly what is happening all over the world, the the media all over the world is saying only one thing they say oh look christian churches are uh, are being burned by right wing bjp fanatics hindutva mobs they will not say they, they will refuse to say what's the problem on the inside they will not say what the historical problem that the anger that is festering that's bubbling on the inside for the last 100 years that has been fed to the people in the form of fake news lies and lies to keep them on a constant Plateau and a plantation of anger and fear anger and fear that anger and fear bubbles out on the on the outside as violence and then you blame you blame your opposition when it's your currents that form the waves you're feeding your you're constantly feeding your people with fear negatively anger and trying to tell them that this fear is going to take you to God this anger is going to take you to God. They make you hate your own native ideology, your own native philosophy, your history, your language your your civilization. They colonize you and in and, and your mind and give you um, uh, give you um, concepts to to brainwash you and hold you back and say, "Oh no, we believe in humanity and christ and then when it doesn't work because the earth is not flat, you can believe in whoever you want. It's your currents that form the waves. When the label takes the head, hits, oh, this is hate speech, you're blaming me, you're blaming me, hate speech. Um a phobia, dysphobia, victimhood, the BJP fascist, Hindu Hindu fascist, but it's three fingers that's pointing back at you. And the Bible says that in chapter in Mark. Ask not what others do unto you, ask what you do unto others. Because it's your currents that form the waves. And this is the source of the problems: lock, stock, and barrel. For the last hundred years, these people have been indoctrinated with fear, just like as I grew up, with hate towards anything that is non-Christian, that is Hindu, Hindu. Uh, We are brainwashed to see the Hindus as caste, as a degraded society, as a parasite society, as a demon society, as a pagan society. All their money was taken, all their, their uh, social system was taken away, their, their ability to have um, economics, the ability to control their land, generate uh, funds, generate energy, knowledge of their ancestors was taken, their link to their ancestors was broken off. Now they're lost in their mind. They're searching, searching, searching for the link to their civilization and their, and their, um, and their answers, and their ancestors the link is gone and so they're they're traumatized on the inside once they're traumatized on the inside the, the violence c- goes on the outside and guess what this is what you're going to get and then when you have a 90 10 equation whoever whatever the label whoever the people you are going to have problems instead of coming to the table right off the bat and saying look we know this is a problem we know this is a 90 10 solution can we change it before it gets to the violence? No. They will keep on saying, oh, no, 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 we, we do not want to give the 10% uh, ST, uh, social tri- uh, uh, scheduled tribe status. We don't want to give them. So, if the reverse would happen, if the Christians and the tribal groups that are non methi were in the 10%, would they like if they didn't have scheduled tribe status and they didn't have a possibility to protect their land? No. They wouldn't like it, but it's okay for to ask someone to do what you would never do. And this, my dear friend, is causing the violence in Manipur. They have no shame, absolute hypocrisy to the to the core. Absolute hypocrisy, trying to point fingers at others. And you know what the churches in India are doing? They're saying, see, we told you not to vote for the BJP. This is what's happening when you vote for the BJP. See, we told you, you, you should not vote for these pagans, these multiple gods, these politists, these stone idol worshippers. Uh, they will never protect you. Only God will protect you. Only we will protect you. Only the Congress will protect you. Uh, And in the meanwhile, what they will do is they will convert all those who who's who's living on the 10% land. Say, okay, if you want your land, then you have to convert to us. Once you convert to us, then you can have your land. And we'll give you all the tribal status. First, you have to convert. And that is how they converted Goa. They pushed people into a corner, pushed, pushed, pushed people in the corner. People had to give up their religion. People had to give up their ideology. People had to give up their homes in order to keep their lands. And that's how Goab became Roman Catholic, my dear friend. And that is how my ancestors became Roman Catholic. Because we were pushed to the corner. The moment they got power, they they, they they were given a choice. If you do not convert, we will take away your land. And if you do, we take away your land. You will have no source of living. You have no source of uh, of paying for your bills. You have no source of getting any food. So people would convert. And because people converted, now today we are we we are uh, Christian, or as I call myself, an ex-Christian. And because we are Christian. Now if we leave we are we are brainwashed every day to believe that to hate our own ancestors to hate our own tri- uh, our, our native communities hate our philosophy to believe that we, our ancestors were uh, pagans. We were brainwashed to believe that our ancestors were uh, disgusting, filthy people of Dalit and caste. Lies, lies, lies. They, they indoctrinate you with fear, fear, hate, fear, anger. fear. They keep you on this constant plantation of fear. They make you believe that you're going to heaven and they're going to save you. But in reality, what happened In Manipur is exactly what happened in Goa and all these communities along the west coast of India where there were Christians and they're still Christians. And until you don't understand this equation, it's going to happen again and again and again and again. The Manipur violence. This is not started with Manipur. It started all over the world, all over India. We've seen this since 1498. This is how Canada was converted into into Christian, How the Native Americans of Americas, of the U.S., of Americas were taken off their land. Slowly, by slowly, they came. They took power. They pushed the natives into into. Um, they pushed the native into a corner took away the land took away the land 10% they remained 10% 2% and then they said well the natives if you want to if you want your uh, a source of livelihood if you want to live if you want to have uh, food on your table if you want to f- f- you free if you want to give, um, uh, you know, your children education, then you have to convert to us, and we convert to our ideology. You know, come to church every day, and guess what? We're going to do this for you, and, and then you can have your land. So that's how all those native peoples converted to Christianity, and what did they get? Garbage. Now they've lost their civilization, and that is happening in India. That's why we have a ninety ten uh, equation, and that's why we have the violence and money pool. They all they want the churches are such hypocrite in India, they are telling their people, "See all the violence uh, if you voted for us, we would we would not have the violence I mean they will generate the violence, they will generate this violence until and unless you submit. To their supremacy and their power structure, they will not learn from the past, they will not learn from the mistakes they made in the last four hundred years. They will not learn from the problems they had in Goa and on the west coast in India all over India, they will still do the same thing, and that 's why we 're leaving today. but they are so desperate to to control us they are so so they will keep doing it until you know gullible people who are weak will 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 buy into this, and this is how you get the ninety-ten equation. So it's important to understand this ninety ten equation. Who is behind this? Groups who want power, who want the last bit of land, who want to colonize you with hunger for alcoholic power, a colonial hangover is funding this violence and this uh, this feeding of fear, negativity, anger from the time you're born, to make you believe, to to this, to break you off from your native social system, your social way of life, keep you on negativity, feed you with negativity, surround you with negativity, so you transfer that negativity and anger to the other side, and then once it blows up, all you got to do is blame the Hindus, and guess what? Here we go. Until those Hindus do not give up, those native tribes, the Métis tribes do not give give up their 10% land and convert to Christianity, the violence will continue. I give you a guarantee. And so you have to hold your ground. The moment you submit to this colonial hangover of the Christian church and their filthy pedophile ideology, in India, I guarantee you, this is going to continue. You never submit to this because once they get you for the next 500 years, they will wrap you around their finger and you will never know what hit you. This is Abrahamic ideology in a nutshell in every go- where you go in the world. This is how Abrahamic ideologies have spread to fear, to violence, to negativity, to... to uh, um, spinning off a, a narrative around you, for make, keeping you hostage to narrative, cutting you off from your native uh, philosophy, native alliance, uh, native culture, native ideology. And then after that, all they had to do is spin you on a tread, use you to make money. And everywhere you go, you go to North America, you go to South America, you go to Africa, they're all economically in problems, ideologically in problems. They are lost. There's violence everywhere you go. Why do you think there's not so much of uh, refugees coming out of India, but the refugees all coming out of Abrahamic countries? Because of this negative violence that they are feeding you from the inside day in and day out. And this is how how my ancestors became Christian. I guarantee you, if you submit to this, you will never rise up. So let me make something very clear for you. You do not r- submit to this ideology ever. You understand that these churches and their alliances in power, uh, groups, political groups that, are, that they are allied with, are behind this violence. They will create violence anywhere you go with the BJP, in order to show the BJP in Hindus negative light, to show everyone in in in, um, in, in uh, as as goons, but the three fingers are pointing back at them. They are behind this violence in totality. It's been going on for so long. They don't have an answer to it. Their only journey is to continue the violence until you understand where it is coming from and you say enough is enough. I'm not going to submit anymore. I'm going to heal. I'm going to be better. And and I'm going to rise above the violence, uh, and I'm not going to give in to this negativity. So that, my dear friend, is the long and short of the story. It's important to understand who's behind this, and uh, go from there. And once you understand this, hopefully you can be better, and you will get over this colonial hangover um, of this Abrahamic uh, ignorance and supremacy. Um, and be better and heal, and together as, as people, as a human, uh, human species, we heal together, but we heal with knowledge. We do not heal with violence. So on that note, i let you go. I thank you so much for your time. Please share, this Please share this video, this podcast with your friends, with your family. Have that conversation, and you'll be free. Thank you once again. Have yourself a great day.